We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 8 best bets, the gold, the silver, the bronze. Probably going to be losers again on a cold streak. Back to like right around 500 for the year after starting out on hot fire. So hopefully we can change our methods a little bit, potentially, and try to find out what we've been doing wrong and really get back at it this week. And if we all take the same game, note, it's probably going to lose because that has been the theme uh, over the past two years when we've all ended up on the same pick. So we'll see where we end up this week. Reminder to smash the like to the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network. And if you need more gambling content across all sports in your life, highly recommend that you check out the Hammer Sports Betting Network. You can get the link down in the description. Just type it into YouTube. Do that right now. Newsletter comes out on Saturday. Sub to that. That's free. Listeners League. That is $15 to play. No right. Best tournament on DraftKings. That is also down in the description. And if you actually want to win, you should be betting props at the moment using the Sims at runthesims.com slash mayo to get yourself that 10% off. Keeping me afloat, Cam Stewart, because Lord knows sides and totals aren't. I gotta be honest with you, Pat. Uh, the NFL is killing me. Uh, I used to be good at this stuff. Now, I, as I told Pozzola, grab a dartboard, flip a coin. I don't know. Punch me in the face. And it's not just the picks we're having. Like I, I don't, you know, I don't want to bitch. It's gambling, but our beats have been so bad. Like the Lions game was ridiculous. Fumble at the one yard line, just horrible, stupid stuff. The Jacksonville game was ridiculous. Some of the things that happened, but we're on the wrong side of these things. I'd really like to snap it. Uh, I've been told October, like I never really believed in this month as a curse, but a lot of bad things are happening in my life in October right now. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to fucking November because I'm pissed right now. And you see, Pizzola, I used to have a nice head of hair. I get the Dracula going, like I'm losing hair, my hair, got a receding hairline going. I'm going to be bald like you pretty soon. Uh, it's a real problem. <laughs> Thanks, Cam. Really appreciate that. No, I love you, Pizzola. I'm just, I'm just, I, you know, we just bust each other's nuts. You're a good guy. That's why you're wearing your Nashville Predators, the Woody Allens, as, as we call them, the Predators. Yeah, I like to rotate the... <laughs> The pre- yeah, I, I won't be able to wear this hat in five years. It's, they're going to be the next team that gets canceled. Well, that's the most offensive team. Who cares about, like, fr- freaking red? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, out of all the teams, like, you got rid of Edmonton Eskimos, but you keep Nashville Predators. Like, yeah. a Predator's a bad guy, right, Pat? He creeps on you, you, you and your children. I, I mean, uh, yes, that, that is one interpretation of Predators, I suppose. Yes. Cam watches a lot of A and E, like the late date. Oh yeah, yeah, Dayline. That's the number like one that. word. He's a predator. Like yeah. you know what I mean? When I I associate bad things with predators, breaking into your house, doing bad things. Predators are bad. They're not fun. They're not they, hockey teams. They're just gonna make Chris Hansen their their mascot, and they'll be good to go. Chris Hansen's got a lot of problems, I think, in his life. He's not gonna be hosting anything for a long time. That no. guy's. Uh, he. We should do something on him. But anyway, let's, let's make go, picks. Well, let's go. Oh no, I need to know what's going on with Chris Hansen. 
Nah, something happened where the like law. Anyway, I don't want to get sued. I got enough. <laughs> got enough issues. I can't even hit a football bet. I don't want to be, uh, you know, garnishing my wages to Chris Hansen Incorporated. Yeah. But anyway, now he's got something going on, Pat. It's not good. He's not on those shows anymore. And God forbid that you have to do some sort of two-factor authentication today. <laughs> that might just send you like right over the cliff. I got to be honest with you, Pizzola, again, like I proved my point. People on Twitter backed me up and I had a McDonald's app and uh, yeah, it was stuck. So I disconnected it, un uninstalled it, installed it. They wanted literally, I would have an easier time getting a passport than filling out all the stuff that they wanted for that app. But anyway, you can fucking tell everybody it's easy. It's not easy. I don't care what you say, just because you can do it quick. I, I can do other things very fast, like at the grocery store, get doing all, oh yeah. Like what's the deal with like a five page questionnaire? I just want a fucking be breakfast sandwich. Like, you know well, what I mean? Well, they want it. They want your information, obviously, for marketing. A lot purposes. of information, stuff oh. that they don't need. Like, well, you know course. what I mean? Like, come it's, on. It's, it's you. It's your choice as the consumer. Whether you're not, you're going to well, provide that information. Well, that's why I uninstalled the app. I exactly. wanted the two-for-one coupons. Now I don't give a rat's ass because you know what? I'll pay full price. I don't get I, that information. I agree with you, but I'm Thank just you. saying that they're not going to give you the two-for-one anymore without collecting some sort of info, which they can Ooh, use. Ooh, I advantage. got 3,000 points. I get a junior McFlurry and a, <laughs> and a McDouble. I couldn't care less. Like, honest to God, what a horrible app. You got Cam too well, rich. Gonna... You got Cam too rich over here, paying double for what he what he doesn't need to. Just give up your exactly. email. Who cares? Pat, I'm actually. I used to shop at Healthy Planet the, uh, until till the NFL season started. <laughs> it's a tough break, Rob. What? What? <laughs> I mean, you've been through this. I, I obviously Cam has probably been doing this longer than both of us combined at this point. But what happens to you? Uh, during these stretches because obviously I mean, you're you're a winning better over the years or else like you wouldn't be in this business anymore you'd be like selling insurance or something like that so obviously stuff has worked for you what do you do when you hit one of these cold streaks um honestly don't really change anything bet so you, bet your way up dig up no, what, Pat? Well, you're supposed to have sex with a woman from a different race or, <laughs> or bathe in tomato juice that's what i've heard I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Gigabyte's gonna put that into his model. No, yeah. actually, Rob knows some of the people that I know. These Italians that I used to uh, have a fantasy league in Woodbridge. They actually told me, like, it's kind of like Mark Grace in the Slump Buster. Like, you got to do. You, you need to do some crazy stuff. Like, I'm actually very close to seeing somebody. Like, I might go see like a tarot card reader, or one of those people, pretty soon. Because I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, these bad beats are they're consistent. Well, yes. I mean, you can always well, just call. You can always just call Miss Cleo. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, because the Italians in Woodbridge said so, I might have to just go get like a Portuguese hooker or something like that. And that's going to No, that's too change. close to Italy. I was thinking more like Guyanese. <laughs> okay, uh, too, sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to get out of Europe, Rob. Anyway. Okay. Got to go to a different continent. Week? Sure. <laughs> yes. That'll, that, Iceland. Who, who knew? Well, it's the same continent. Iceland is actually very, like, it's, it's still Europe as well. I mean, I know it, it's, is, yeah, 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 is yeah, Europe yeah. even it, it is. is Europe even really a continent? Isn't it just an Asian subcontinent? Eurasia. That's well, what it really so is. The that's problem what it's with, called. The real problem with Iceland is that I've been to Iceland before. Uh, nine tenths of like, there's no people there. All you see is sheep, basically goats. And I'm I'm not a goat fucker. Well, sheep make good so lovers. Gonna... They don't argue with you. They just they they're warm. <laughs> <laughs> when things are going bad bags of wool to somebody it sounds like know. a pretty peaceful life buddy know? i used to live in Yellowknife. i like i'm not even joking i know people laugh at me it was one of the best years of my life i, I had no like honest to god i wrote for a newspaper rob i just drink party sun was out till four o'clock in the morning i walked to work you know walk home like yep. i gotta be honest with you some, the, the, the the quiet life's actually really nice i had very little stress i went fishing it was I mean, good those yellow knifers don't have to worry about 2FA over there. I mean, that seems to really be the cause of your stress. 2FA? What, what, what's that? Uh, what, what are the you talking about? The codes. Oh, the codes! codes. <laughs> okay. Why do you just call them codes, 2FA? Well, what, is, what, are you, what are you, my tax guy? Like I'm the gigabyte. Enough. I'm going to call it by the real oh. name. You're going to call me gigabyte? I'm going to stick with the tech. No, I call you. I, I know you're, you're Paul Predator today, but anyway, <laughs> that's, that's who you are. Oh, Pat, what are we going to do this week, buddy? Well, we're going to keep grinding, keep we, grinding, man. Yeah, we're going to keep grinding. We were one and two, gold, silver, and bronze last week for a very sterling three in six week. That brings us to 11, nine, and one on gold picks, 10 and 11, now below 500 on the silver picks, and 10, 10, and one on the bronze picks. So essentially, we have, we've paid the VIG so far this year, Rob. 
Yeah, we've juiced out is what we would say. I mean, listen, it's not been a, a bad season by any stretch of the imagination. I, I don't actually believe in hot streaks and cold streaks, okay? I'll tell you why. There's nothing I'm doing differently on a daily basis. There's nothing Cam's doing differently on a daily basis to handicap his games. Pat, there's nothing you're doing differently. We're all just succumbing to the random variance that is sports. And when you bet on the NFL... More of the NFL. And there's such... Like, there's so few games on a weekly basis... It's, it's like poker. It's like you, you, you just remember all these bad beats, but like it, it's going to balance out over time. We had a very hot start to the year. We outperformed expectations at the beginning of the year. It's, we will probably won games that we shouldn't have won. We never talk about that type of stuff because we just soak it in. But now we're experiencing the other side of it. It all balances out in the end. It really does. I hope so. Yeah, for a, a, this is no different than poker bad beats or anything like that. You always remember when it goes against you. You don't remember when it goes for you. Like, True. I remember one week, one of my silver picks, and I had a ton of money on the Jets to cover the six and a half against Cleveland. If Nick Chubb just slides at the one yard line, they lose that by 14. They lose by 14. Exactly. Instead, the Jets win the game. So it's like, all right. But so you have to keep that stuff in mind when you're going, I'm ready to get back on track, and I am changing. My handicap this week, Rob. We'll get into the gold picks right now. And here's what I'm doing. The last few weeks, I see these numbers. I was like, hmm, I don't understand why the number is this way. They must be baiting me. So I'll be the super galaxy brain guy, go against what I think is going to happen because they're just trying to trap me with this number. And I lose every single time. Gold pick, Tennessee, minus two at Houston. Houston sucks. Tennessee's okay good enough for me. Like last year, they were favored by seven and nine against Houston. Houston might actually be worse this year than they were last year. I don't disagree with you. So I could only play Tennessee now. Houston caught a lot of early money this week. I think it was purely because of the chance that Ryan Tannehill might not play or that if he does play, he's going to be severely limited because he's dealing with an ankle sprain. Uh, Everyone's kind of looking for the, you know, Tennessee's kind of developing that same thing that the Giants developed, right? It's like they're not nearly as good as the record indicates. This is a team that we got to fade, but you also have to take the number of the game into account. And now you just basically need Tennessee to beat Houston. I agree with you, Pat. I think that this is, um, I like, I, I don't view anything in market as like a trap line or anything like that or whatever. I, I just think that Houston is not being priced in a range where they typically are priced. They're being upgraded because of the the injury to Ryan Tannehill. And I don't think the Texans, like I'm never taking the Texans at plus two. I mean, against anyone really. I kind of like the Texans, but uh, we'll, we'll move. Uh, I'm not betting it. Here, here's, the, my lean. here's the issue with the Texans. I don't care. I mean, if you put in Malik Willis instead of Ryan Tannehill, I don't think it's going to change anything because there's one thing the Texans can't do is stop the run. Stop the the run. only thing Tennessee wants to do is run the ball. And they just happen to have this guy who I, I know Cust can tackle him, but I don't know about the Houston Texans. Right. Um, Jonathan Greenard is like a, not a household name. Nobody really knows who this guy is, but he's a defensive end for the Houston Texans. He missed last week's game. He is in my opinion, one of the most underrated defensive players in the league. And without him on the field, if you look at Houston's defensive splits, uh, they are completely lost and he will be out again this week as well. It, uh, I, I agree with you. I think the matchup sets up well for Tennessee. Now I'm, I'm not so confident in Malik Willis. I'm, I'm not saying Malik Willis won't be a good pro, but he's more of a project I would say than a guy that's going to come in right away and be able to tear it up. Um, so, Come on, I, what, what do we see? I, 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 and then you know what? He's a kid, but the the Bills game, he's raw, Rob. And if, yeah. if Malik Willis starts, I think Houston even at plus two would be a very good bet. No, because I know they want to run the. Pat, I know they want to run the ball, but the Texans will have a game plan. Yeah, the, that's the thing. The, the, let let, let Malik Willis right. beat you. Yeah, and Malik Willis will without ever throwing the ball. They, like, he won't need to throw in this game. <laughs> You'd have to throw a little. Anyway, uh, you're, it's a it's a game that yeah, like uh, Tennessee if Tannehill plays, it's two points. I, I know. I understand. I understand. I mean, they might just put Derrick Henry in, in wildcat the entire game, run 98 <laughs> times and still cover the two. I love this. So in on Tennessee, Rob, what do you got for gold? Uh, I'm taking the New England Patriots uh, minus two and a half over the New York Jets. Um, I think this is the spot where like the Jets kind of come back down to earth the last four weeks, three of the last four weeks, they've played backup quarterbacks or rookies. So they've played Brett Rippon, Kenny Pickett, uh, Skylar Thompson as well. I think the Brees Hall injury is huge for the Jets. I think he was like, 
I'm not a running backs don't matter guy. Um, I think a lot of people are in that boat of like, they're all, they're all just interchangeable. I don't actually believe that. I think Brees Hall was a huge playmaker for the Jets. I think Elijah Vera Tucker being out is a huge injury for the Jets, uh, considering they're already without so many offensive linemen, whether that's Mackay Becton or George Fant or Max Mitchell. Um, but I just don't have any faith in Zach Wilson at all. He's ran 126 plays this year offensively. He's 27th of 31 quarterbacks who've ran 126 plays offensively in EPA per play. The quarterbacks that have been worse, Russell Wilson, Davis Mills, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, who is ahead of Zach Wilson, just to put into perspective how bad Zach Wilson has been, bat, how bad he's been since being back from injury. The quarterback ahead of Zach Wilson in EPA per play is Matt Ryan, who is getting benched this week and will not see the field ever again. Um, on top of that, I think Mac Jones is an underrated quarterback. Like the Patriots fans just completely sold this guy down the river. Disagree. He is starting. If you look at quarterbacks in success rate since the start of last season, he's actually eighth amongst all NFL quarterbacks in success rate. Uh, I don't mind Bailey Zappi, but I think Mac Jones, the market reacted to him being back in there, being announced back as starter. Uh, I think this is a great spot for the Patriots to get back on track, and I'm selling the Jets. I love your pick, Rob. I disagree with you on the Jones take. I don't care what the numbers say. Well, you also have to factor in that the guy's doing still dealing with a high ankle sprain, and he thought yeah. he was losing his job, so he came back and sucked because of it. Yeah, it's a good call, Pat. No, no, you guys, you guys, I, Rob's got the numbers, like you know what I mean, and. I just think Mac Jones is overrated. I also think he's a piece of shit as a human being. He likes to cleat people in the nuts, hold these nuts. That is true. Honest to God, like if I if I was a player and I had an opportunity, I'd end that guy's career. He's a piece of shit. He's a he's a big mouth, cocky person who has done nothing in this league and talks to guys like it's unbelievable, Rob. He did it in the preseason too. He's cleated like four guys already, and he talks a lot of shit. Just saying. Yeah. That's fact. Yeah, yeah, Cam, Cam, you you do throw this out here. Remember, you do a show with me, and it sounds like you're describing me. What, you cleat a lot of guys? You never told me to hold these nuts. Oh, yeah, Sometimes you you, you make fun of (laughs) me. So I walk around in my cleats, just bam. Yeah, it's like, right when I'm taking a nap in the the green room. (laughs) Wake up, Cam. No, honestly, Mac Jones and his, like, he's, like, just, uh, he's just one of those SEC cocky kids, right? Like, maybe he'll grow up, but. Anyway, he's I, a dirty player. I have a, a pet peeve when with the way that people use overrated in sports. Because okay. how is Mac Jones overrated when nobody thinks he's good? Yeah, like but it's, you, it's you don't you don't have enough Patriots fans in your life, Rob. I, really I do. So, so I have lots of Patriots I, I know a fans couple. Yeah, Clam Chowder, he's a great guy. He's a Patriot fan. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Okay, so what's the word I'm looking for then, Rob, when I don't think he, he has good um, – I don't Over, know. Overrated is like relative to what people like. It's the same people last year. Like Jimmy Garoppolo is overrated. Nobody thinks Jimmy Garoppolo right. is good. How do you call him? Like you, you, you said, Mac Jones was good though. I said he's eighth in success rate. I was just citing a stat. What but, the but, hell equivalent? Okay, other than your damn fucking codes for for what is success rate? Tell me what tell me what goes into this equation for success rate. Completion percentage? No. So uh, how many it, things go into it? It's just determining how often he leads a successful play. So on first down, if you pick up a certain amount of yardage, if he that's runs considered for, a, if the running back runs for three yards, he gets a successful. No, I'm talking okay. about drop back success rate. So okay. when he drop back drops back to pass. If on first down, he, you know, they score a touchdown, they complete a pass of six yards or more. That's considered a successful play on second down. And it depends on the, on the down and distance essentially. So there's definitions of what defines a successful play, but he keeps the offense moving. So he's not really like a big play guy. EPA is more of a measure of, of probability added. And essentially like if you're a big play guy, you'll, you'll notice that more in EPA than you will in success rate, but he's a consistent like decent option and people just shit on the guy. Like look at the Patriots made the playoffs last year. Yeah, with Mac Jones it, as a rookie. Yeah, You're right. You're right. I love your pick by the way. Like I almost like new England literally is like my third or fourth pick. So it's, I think they're, I think they're going to take care of business too. I just don't like Mac Jones.
I would go out and definitely bet um, some Bailey Zappi offensive rookie of the year right now, because now that I've done this Mac Jones rant, he will get pulled in the second quarter of this game. You can't bet it, Rob. Field. The line went from 50 to one to plus 650. It's it's just you lost your value there, yeah. right? I mean, I, there's only two. I feel like there's only two players in contention for rookie of the year. It's either now with Brees Hall out. It's, it's Kenneth Walker. It's, it's Kenneth Walker. The Seahawks. It's Kenneth Walker yeah. or, or it's Damian Pierce. I think it's Kenneth Walker all day, all night. This guy, and you can say what you want, and I'm Pat, I've been so down on the Seahawks. I don't know what Pete Carroll and those guys did. Maybe what I said to Rob, like sleep with sheep or go have a tomato bath. But they had one of their best drafts that they've ever had with what they did. Every one of their guys is starting. They got Kobe Bryant from the University of Cincinnati late. This guy's amazing. Rob, their defense has turned good. I got to hand it to these guys. They did a great job. Like the Seahawks have changed their whole team. Get got rid of Wilson. Geno Smith's playing well and all like the rebuild. I thought this was going to take like four or five years. It's amazing. I honestly, I'll be completely honest with the audience. I bet the Seahawks to have the worst record in the NFL prior to the year to get there the first is. overall pick at 12 to one. I thought that was a great bet. They've completely surprised me. Uh, Geno Smith has been great. The defense, I'm not convinced yet. Like I'm gonna have to see more because they've had some really. The last bad... couple of weeks have been good. Last couple of weeks have been good, but yeah, they're I'm, up to. Yeah, they're up to 19th in defensive DVOA now. Like that's not good, but it's also not a travesty right. at the same exactly. time. Exactly. We we thought that they could like literally there were games this year, whether it was Detroit or uh, New Orleans, where I'm like, wow, like this could be a historically bad defense. Like they can't stop anything, and they've <laughs> the last couple of weeks they've they've really turned it around. Additionally, too, I would throw Pete Carroll in this bucket. I think there's three of them right now. Maybe you guys can add to this. And Cam, I feel like this is more of a you question than a Rob question or comment at least. Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, Mike Vrabel. They just get more out of crappy teams. And I, I don't know what they do X's and O's wise as a coach, but as like motivators of subpar players, they're the best. You're absolutely correct. And these are one of the things intangibles that come into effect. We're all human beings, right? Like we have, and I respect Rob, like he's a really smart guy in numbers, but you know, there's a lot of things to, 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 that makes the recipe. And I'll tell you one thing about Pete Carroll. He's a cheerleader. I often think Rob, we've talked about this. The coordinators have been bad. He's been bad, but they draft these guys who are supposed to suck. Oh, like you, like, Seattle hasn't got like better than a D draft grade from people in like years. And all these guys are turning out to play well. Excellent point, Pat. And another thing is he puts guys in positions to succeed and he's not afraid to play rookies. And this year they drafted good rookies and they're playing great. Well, so you know what? Pete, Pete Carroll was great at USC for a while because he had a pipeline to the college system. It was bad for a while. And now it almost feels like him and his uh, brain trust. They're just very on on point this year for some reason. I don't know what he's doing. Cialis, uh, yeah, brain yeah. drugs. Did you say like Cialis gum? Maybe that's why he's always doing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but gone. but I think there's something to that though. Like Pete Carroll was such an excellent college coach. Yeah, USC had like the best players ever, but they didn't every single year, and he was able to coach them up. And when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl in 2013, all those guys were super young. And then as yep. they all grew up, got older, late 20s, they just kind of tuned out Pete Carroll. Now he has this yes. new crop of rookies again, Rob, and he's able Great to coach coach them up and get them going. Like. He's really the ultimate college coach based on his style of coaching. It's just now it's it's going to translate every few years into the NFL, and it really works with subpar rosters because you just coach these guys up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll be honest with you. Like, I agree with your assessment. So I do think that there's coaches in the league that are very good motivators. Tomlin obviously stands out. for Like, whenever Pittsburgh's a big underdog, they seem to cover spreads. He's always been able to get the most out of his teams, even though he doesn't know when to use a timeout or when to punt or whatever. And that's he, like he, Pete Carroll, right, Rob? He does stupid things too with play he, calling. Exactly. Right? I feel like actually it, it's still way too early to say this. I feel like Robert Sala might be in that conversation like years from now where he's a very good motivational coach. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else that comes to mind. But ultimately, Carroll got a bad rap for many years from the analytics community, including myself, because of a couple things, but one, because they ran so heavily on first down for so many years with Russell Wilson. And they were such a good passing team. And they were just wasting all these first downs with like zero yard carries, one yard carry. And they consistently did that over and over and over. It's kind of what Byron Leftwich is doing now with the with the Tampa Bay Bucks as the OC there. And it's weird because they don't do that as often anymore. Like they have Geno Smith now instead of, of prime Russell Wilson for so many years. And now they're more willing to attack the field. So 
maybe he's he's like changed his ways a little bit as well. Like maybe he's just learning something new or adapting, but it's definitely like a nothing to lose team. And I also think that that factors into the equation a little bit. Like when expectations are so low, no one expects you to do well. Uh, there, there might be something in sports where you just play like a little bit more loosely and you go out and have fun and not everything is so pressure packed. So uh, I think Carroll's done a good job this year. Obviously it's hard to, it's hard to say he hasn't with the, the talent on the Seahawks roster and what they've been so far. Cam, do you have a gold selection or are you just going to pass? You're going to pass on. Gold no, 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 it's so <laughs> funny. You guys actually, it's a segue. I was going to make Seattle bronze. I'm going to make them my gold pick. I'm, I'm tackling the Giants every week, but Geno Smith, this revenge tour is real. And Jeff will tell you, he didn't just beat the Chargers last week. Seattle decimated the Chargers. They embarrassed them. It was actually, I watched the game. I'm like, the Chargers, the minute that game started, I'm like, live bet Seattle. The Chargers have no chance in this game. And they didn't. Uh, they hit Herbert. They tipped balls. They did a lot of things. As for the Giants, I worry about one thing in this game, the ability of Jones and Barkley to run. That's an issue. Jones has been on fire with his legs this year, but I just love Geno Smith. What's his completion rate? Over 70%. Kenneth Walker's an absolute beast. I don't care about DK Metcalf. They have Goodwin. They have tons of other guys. That's another thing about Seattle. They have four or five receivers you never heard of that'll step up in every type of situation. And their offensive line is getting better all the time. I just really like this team right now. I've never been more proud of them, even more than the Super Bowl teams, because they're doing more with less, as you guys talked about. Give me Seattle minus three against the Giants. I think they win by 10 points. I like it. I, I am just saying, the Giants take my money every week, so I just don't want to bet on They or take my money them. too, Pat. And instead <laughs> of being smart and just like saying, like the bully is beating me up every day, like, I keep on coming back and think I'm going to beat him up. This week, I'm going to pull a Homer Simpson, throw some sand in his eyes, and <laughs> pull a Mac Jones, kick him in the nuts. And then, yeah, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, knock him out. I'm telling you, I, I, I really believe this. G Geno Smith, too, he's playing so loose. It's so fun to watch. Like, this guy, I'm really proud of him. Like, he got mocked his whole career, and now all of a sudden, Russell Wilson's crap. He's the good guy, and Geno Smith is, you know, playing great. Good for him. He was uh, he showed perseverance. Uh, he was per perseverant. And now he's got, getting rewards for it. The guy who used to hold a clipboard, now he's uh, one of the best. What is he ranked right now, Rob? Uh, but he's behind Allen and somebody. He's like the third-ranked quarterback in the NFL. Like in total, you know, you, you he's know top, the computer he top, he's top, Excuse me. He's top five yeah. in a lot of metrics this year, like across the board. Uh, right. I would recommend not throwing sand in your bookie's eyes or kicking him in the nuts because ultimately this is the person that also has to pay you when you win. Like it won't be great. Oh, I wasn't considering bookie or anything like that. Well, no, you said no. you're gonna. You said you're gonna throw sand in the bookie's eyes and kick him. In oh, the I mouth. said some, but I didn't say the bookie. But you know mm -hmm. what I meant. Well, I, so what am I gonna do? The the virtual company that is uh, DK well, or one of these. Well, no, I, I, I would say like if you're if you are dealing with a bookie. No, I'm not gonna if, bring. A, if, I'm if not gonna you, bring you Johnny Knuckles do that down that to the after... house and go. Hey, here's here's a tip and hit him over the head with a frying yeah. pan. No, that's not. <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying though. Like you wait till you collect the money. Then you can do that stuff. Then you can. I, I kick prefer them not to. I prefer to have okay. a good relationship, so I get a bottle of vodka and a gift bag at the end of the year, even win or lose. That's the way it works. Anyway, give me Seattle. I, uh, don't don't you guys do you guys like Seattle? Or I, I do. I I like Seattle. I don't okay. like the Giants, but that has been a very I mean losing yeah, strategy. No, Giants are they're like you said it. They're like Tennessee. They just find a way. But I'm taking Seattle this week. So it, it's supposed to be very bad weather in Seattle. We're it's talking. Like 20 That's mile an good, hour winds right? and isn't, uh, it a bit, like, isn't it a bit early to be talking about what the weather on Sunday is going to be like? Uh, some these apps are so good these days. The dark they're not, app as, is so as, good. as someone who tries to golf a lot, they're not good. Well, the golf ones are different. The golf ones, like th this is, anyways. You're, you're I'm going right. to tell you, Rob, it's, you got a lot of faith in technology. When everything crumbles down, like what happened with our carrier, oh, oh the machines don't work or whatever. I'm a cash man. The problem with technology is sometimes it's good, but it makes simple things hard. But anyway, I'm with Pat. I think those weather apps suck. Okay. I think it's going to be a windy game with some rain. <laughs> and I don't know who that favors. I, I like you too, Pizzle. One I'm or just another. busting your balls. I'm in a bad mood. I, I really want to win money this week. I, I Listen, I mean, it's it's 2022. I'm, I don't have to defend technology. Like this is <laughs> no, what it, This is what it is now. This is the world. And um, I, I think technology has bettered my life personally. It's made mine more miserable. I love pens and paper. 
and that's just the way it's going to be. I, I, I feel like the old guy get off my lawn. I don't care. No, the technology's done some good things, but it breaks down a lot. Anyway, let's let's. You know what? Picks. You know what's yeah, nice though, Cam, when you can go when you can go show. to the TV and you can go to an assortment of different Dateline NBCs and pick whichever one you want on the streaming service instead of having to be available at the same freaking time every single week. And there's three other things you want to watch at the same time. That's how it's I agree with life. that. The problem is, though, even if you buy the $200 damn cable package, it still buffers. You know what I mean? Like, I got everything, and it's still, it's a, ooh. And you can't tell me that companies can't suck through and make it a worse signal so you buy a better package. And if you tell me that's not possible, I'll tell you you're lying. Anyway, you, you, I don't want to get in trouble because I do work for a lot of different people. What, what, but it's what, fact. What will help with the signal uh, is if you actually take a bath in tomato juice <laughs> or if you have sex with someone of a different ethnicity as well. That will help with the signal. What, the cable? The cable uh, yeah, the it, will, it will improve. Yeah, okay, you won't yeah. have the buffering anymore if you do a tomato yeah. juice bath and have sex with someone yeah. from Iceland, particularly. So what are you going to do? What, what, so what, what, what are you doing to me? I'm taking my modem and like, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to like roll upstairs, start plugging some things in. You beep, said, beep. You, yeah. you said overrated earlier as it pertained to Mac Jones. I think the Sorry, name, I, I, I think I, the, I feel bad for saying that now. No, Pat, no, no. I'll use a different word. No, no. When you say overrated, I did want to throw a name at you, Cam. Justin Herbert, overrated. Maybe not a top three quarterback in football. I don't think just know what I'm actually I've had this discussion with a lot of people in a lot of different shows. I think Justin Herbert's really good. Their line's breaking down. They got a lot of guys that are injured. We're going to see. I don't think he's this God that everyone like talked about, like him being the next coming. Uh, there's been regression, Rob, but don't you think there's a lot of excuses? Some on him. And I think a lot of the, the Chargers team has a lot of flaws. I would agree. I mean, uh, they've they've suffered some injuries. The guy's been in and out of the lineup this year. Keenan Allen offensive line is not holding up. But I do agree with Pat, like that's a person, Justin Herbert is a quarterback that is universally looked at as a great quarterback. So if we're going to throw out an overrated tag, that's a guy that you can throw an overrated tag on where people think he's too good. For years, I thought Russell Wilson was overrated. I'm I'm not patting myself on the back now. He probably wasn't. He was actually a great quarterback. But that's a guy where I would say, okay, this guy's overrated because people universally look at him at a certain level. Uh, Mac Jones, like no one, no, like find me the people who are like Mac Jones is a great starting quarterback. You're right, and, Rob. You know what it is? I just I have an issue with his tactics. That's all it is. Mac yes. Jones hasn't been in the league long enough, so I was wrong in saying that. I think I just don't think he's as he he's going to be this player that people think, and I think he's dirty. And the next time he cleats somebody in the nuts, I'd like them to grab him by the throat because the thing is, he's a he and he talks. He's a real chirper. You just came into the league, buddy. You don't you don't have that you don't have the clout yet. Just relax and play football. Stop yep. stop fucking talking shit all the time. And I right? don't I, I don't want to make it seem like I think Justin Herbert is bad, but it's oh, funny when you see all of these other young quarterbacks, they just they don't get the excuses Herbert gets when they when they don't win right, games. Pat. Like everything right. like none of it is Justin Herbert's fault. You guys are right. And like cause you see it, you see, oh, he can run. You know, he's a super smart guy. You see that arm. Like there's so much alluring about him that you know what it is, Pat? There, in Oregon, he like he was good for a while, but Herbert like that's one of the reasons he wasn't like consensus like top guy. There was games like, and I watch a lot of college football. Like his stock rose in the Rose Bowl because he single handedly guided Oregon against like a very good Wisconsin team. He played like the game of his life. But if I watch a lot of Pac-12 football, and he wasn't good all the time, that's the whole thing. Like it's almost like this reputation was built on a couple games. I think he's very talented, but I will agree with you and Robert dead on. He is not as good as everyone thinks he is right now. He needs to improve. Yeah, and listen, I'm guilty of this too. When we were doing the preseason quarterback yep. ranking show, it would be like, who are the best quarterbacks in football? It's like, oh, well, it's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert. It's like, wow. What's Jeff? What's Jeff say? Does he? Does is he fair or like? Yeah, yeah. If, if, if there's one thing Jeff is known for, it's his objectivity, <laughs> especially when it comes to <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> Any Charger. Uh, that was good. He's a Jeff, t- Jeff still Jeff still think Derwin James is the best defensive player in the league. Are we are we there yet? Well, well, I love Jeff's passion though. Like the thing is, like I love the Seahawks and stuff, but I don't have the passion for my team the way he does. Like mm-hmm. I have more of the passion for like betting and like I'll go punch a bench like when we lose like that Lions game and stuff like that. But Jeff, like literally, like I see his tweets. Like when things are going bad in the Charger game, he's going for like anger walks and like. <laughs> Uh, you know, but, somebody take my kids for a while. I got to, you know, I, I got to figure it out. 
that type of stuff. So yeah, no, his passion, like even like I thought a family would soften his high voltage love, no, but it, it hasn't. He's turned his he's turned his daughter into a huge Chargers, putting Chargers oh, gear he's on. Brainwa- all the he's time. brainwashed his children. Yeah, yeah. basically. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the the thing with Jeff is that great guy. I, I love Jeff, by the way. No, no disrespect. But he thinks he's part of the team. Like he thinks he's part of the Chargers. Yeah, like he thinks he's in a Chargers like uh, tracksuit. Like yeah. do it. He thinks like he, yes, he's yes. part of the organization. Like what he yeah. what he does on Sundays is somehow yeah. affecting the team. And what like we got to get this game. Like he's yeah. you know like he thinks he is actually part of the organization. Yeah. Like no offense, Crown Royal and Dr Pepper is not a playbook for the Chargers. <laughs> it's just not there. He's at Disney right now with his family. Can't you ever, you're, you're, oh no, no! Oh, I thought you were going to tell me he was in Morocco, like having having drinks with kings, queens, and uh, you know we're just lowly serfs here on uh, on the DraftKings show. Uh, that guy's got so much money. It's uh, I, I I honestly I'd like to hit up Jeff for a loan, but he's a good man. He's got kids right now. But, yeah, so I, I won't. Have you ever? Because I, I I've been taking some heat for this and. I mean, I'm sure that more people agree with me than not, but you hear about the people that disagree with you. Like, Cam, would you ever just go to Disney by yourself as a mid-40s man? No. No. That's what predators do. (laughs) What are you doing? You're hanging out with cotton candy, looking at kids on the teacups? No. As a grown man, why the hell would you go to Disney World? Like, What's there? What, I, I get, and there's the thing is, if you're a roller coaster guy, there's better theme yes, parks. There's better places. The Go to See, Cedar Point. I know or I something. say a lot of stupid stuff, but the the codes, Rob. But sometimes I I, I know what's going on in life. Sometimes I'm awake, and I'll tell you, like Disney Land. If, if you want rides, go to Six Flags. Okay, there you go. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, Did I nail that one, Rob? If if Ooh. I see if I just see like an. <laughs> This I, I don't want to like discriminate against, but if you if you see like a, a middle aged male adult hanging around Disney, you know walking he's around got by a himself, hole in his pants, and he's like you know like, that's it's that's not what good. I'm getting like, at. Like I didn't want to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep him like, away from anybody I know, children, friends of the family. Like yeah, the guy's creeping. Like what's he doing there? He's just like leering and oh yeah, you know. Hey kids, well, I, fun at the park. I, I he just really enjoys the like, Harry Potter world or so. Like that's not even there. It's at yeah, Universal but you can, or something. You can that, just you would know watch, that, watch watch TV. You don't have to leave the house if you like Harry Potter. Just lock yourself in your dungeon, freaking as you say. Just dungeon. put the screens up. Let's go. Well, I, I did theorize that like there's probably a lot of hookers around Disney, right? Like you know you got hmm. you got you got. I'm not saying yes yet. for single men. Like for, hey kids, go to the daycare. Or, or, and I gotta or, believe. <laughs> or someone's just like hey the wife, you take the kids out to the park. You know you're gonna slam some hookers over here. But someone told me that it's not so much a prostitution ring that's around hmm. Disney, but like Tinder and these apps are really big for the people who work at the park that they stay in costume and then the transaction works that way. That's the thing, Pat. I, mm. Like you could have like 50 snow whites there you don't know which ones are banging like guys that's the thing you could do a lot of like you bring up good points again that could be very like dangerous because the park's so big you could have a lot of people you could have nice snow white who deals with the kids but then you could have sexy snow white that's uh you know on tinder after the after hours yeah. yeah yes yeah yes 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 that's a good business plan i mean thank you honestly, rob, rob i actually have a few but we'll, we'll talk you know what I've made mistakes in the past before Pat and Rob, like giving out ideas on the air. This, these are things we do when uh, the cameras aren't rolling. Shag can be involved. He's a part of the team, all the guys we know. But that's the thing. I remember we do shows. We give out ideas. And next thing you know, I see other guys take it. Rob, I'm not even lying. There have been other sports shows and stuff, games we've created and played. Guys have stolen our stuff like over years. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. I and mean, you, you were you the know? one talking about ketchup and mustard in the same bottle for years. And now they they actually have that. I, I kind of was, and I mayonnaise and sriracha. Yeah. Anyway, there's condiments was, in the same yeah. bottle. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Silver selections <laughs> for week number eight. Yeah. I'm looking at the injury report right now, and this entire offense is on the injury report, but I don't care. The Saints suck. I'm taking Vegas minus one and a half in New Orleans. The Saints I defense. Love your, I love your approach this week. Yeah, like the Saints reek. I'm not, I'm not betting on them. The AFC is way better than the NFC, and I don't even believe in the Raiders, but screw this. I'm just taking the better team. Give me the Raiders minus one and a half. Done. Rob, uh, your, your thoughts? I I, I, I no opinion. Like, I'm not going to bet this game this week. I, I think unless like it goes to Saints plus three or somehow the Saints get uh, the Raiders get to underdogs, I'm not going to bet this game. Um, I don't have a strong opinion. I kind of disagree with the Saints sucking. I think the Saints potentially can suck again this week because they have a number of injuries, both offensively, uh, but most important, defensively. They missed uh, Mar- Marshawn. They, they missed Lattimore last week. Latt- also- Lattimore not practicing again, so he's probably not right. playing. Michael Thomas probably out again. Jarvis Landry probably out again. Oh, yeah, they also start Andy fucking Dalton as their quarterback. So the here's the thing about the Saints. They're bad. And I'll get back into they're the not, analytics. They're, they're, that, not, they're not any good. That Cam loves so much. Um, no, they're like number, they're uh, number two in yeah, net success on. rate this year, meaning that if you take their successful plays on offense, subtract the ones on defense, they're number two net. The problem is the Saints are number 32 in turnover margin. Every single week, they turn it over more times than they're going to get it. Traditionally speaking in the NFL, over periods of time, that tends to balance out. So I would classify the Saints as an unlucky team. With that said, I I mean, like, do I want to bet on Andy Dalton to stop turning it over? Or if they somehow turn to Jameis Winston at another point that he's going to stop turning it over? Probably not. These are guys that have been turnover prone for a long time. So... I mean, I I don't have a strong opinion. I do think that the Saints, when healthy, are way better than people give them credit for. Uh, I watched Back to the Futures yesterday where Feinberg gave out the Saints at plus 800 to win the division, and he was mocked off the set But I uh, while he was at Disney with his family. But I actually really like that play. I think the Saints are very live, and they're way better than people give them credit for. I mean, I watched these Saints games, Cam, and they're fucking terrible. Yeah, they, they, they. Rob's right about no. I see Rob. You, you talk about ooh, I'm not. I'm not. See, I'm. I'm a fair assessor of your analytics and stuff. And I, I think you nailed it on the head. The Saints make big plays, and Andy Dalton, he he'll throw a pick. They'll fumble. They do. They if anything can go wrong, Pat, the Saints are involved. It's unbelievable that game against the Cardinals. It's just like what the hell are these guys doing? But they do it all the time. Yeah, we I don't get, think Rob, Rob hit on it. They start Dalton or Jameis as their quarterback. They're not getting positive turnover regression. No, two mistake-prone quarterbacks. Jameis has a better upside because he can sling it more. But, yeah, Dal- it's it's weird because Andy Dalton can move the ball between the 20s and then just a lot of the time just bad things happen. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's a redheaded I, thing. He's, I, bad, I, he's got bad luck. I honestly think it, a lot of it is to do with Dennis Allen as well. Like it, Sean Payton last year did a good job with Jameis in terms of cutting down the turnovers. Like that was what Pey- Payton used to just lose it on Jameis on the sideline whenever he came. And like, if he forced the ball in the coverage or whatever, and that was like, 
I thought they were going to just continue with that going forwards. And that was going to be the acceleration in his career. Just stop, you know, don't go for the big play, take what's there, take the easy stuff. Um, Dennis Allen comes in. They just, the quarterback situation, both Jameis Dalton, they, you know, they're, they're guys that are going to, they're going to do what they do. Um, and yeah, it hasn't worked out, but they actually like from a pure metric standpoint, if, if they were a league average turnover team, if they had a league average turnover margin, they would be like a top to 10 in the top 10 teams in the NFL right now. Well, the past three weeks, Cam, they've given up 42, 30, and 32 yep. points. It's a problem. Yeah. Big problem. Not They're great. also like their top three corner, like Lattimore's out. Paulson Adebo didn't play last week. Bradley Roby got hurt and he's on IR. So they could be without their top three corners. Um, which would be a huge problem because they well, obviously well, have injuries at receiver. Why, why is this an, why is this an excuse for the Saints, but it's not for the Buccaneers who are dealing with the exact same thing? Well, because the Saints have kind of dealt with it for the majority of the year. But no one's. But because Tom Brady is the quarterback, it's now his fault. Not that their entire secondary is out. Hate to well, say pe- it, I kind of pe- like the Bucks. People b- blame Brady, but like Brady hasn't been the problem. The problem is Byron Leftwich. Like th- this. The same thing happened with Brady a few years ago, if you guys recall. The offense sucked for the first half of the season, and everyone's like, oh, Brady's done this and that. And what happened was they got to a bye week, and Brady told Bruce Arians, no, 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 we're not running this offense anymore. We're running the offense I ran in New England. And they came out after the bye, and they they torched the entire league. You cannot run the ball for zero yards on first down every time. Leftwich needs to understand this. But if it, Brady is not good enough that he's going to always overcome second and 10 and third and 10, like it cannot happen. And until they fix that, their play calling, the offense is going to suck. They cannot run the ball. They can't. They can't run on anyone. Look at they've already played Atlanta this year who can't stop the run. They couldn't run it on them. They played Green Bay that couldn't stop the run. They can't run it on them. They can't run it. They need to like just realize that they are a passing team. Let Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever, throw the ball to good receivers. And that's the issue. It's not Brady. People who are blaming Brady, like, get, give me a break. Like, I, I don't even, I, I, my whole life, I've hated Tom Brady, but he's like being used as a scapegoat now for the, the most moronic coaching staff in the entire league. Yeah, and it's not like, listen, I, I feel kind of the same way about Russell Westbrook at this point on the Lakers, where, yeah, he sucks, but it's not his fault that they're, You're not, right, Pat. that they can't win a game. They're yeah. all terrible. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we broke this down yesterday. The Lakers have set a record for the worst, like, hit, like NBA history, worst three-point shooting team. It's not just him. That's another thing. Like, anyway, I, yeah, you're right. He is, Russell Westbrook's been horrible, 9% from three-point land. It's not all his fault because the other guys are playing like crap too. But, I couldn't agree more. But this is the reason that the Saints don't win this division, why I didn't like Jeff's pick of the saints to win now at eight to one listen we're, we're doing a future show if people haven't watched back to the futures it's on the hammer betting network if you go sub to that now you can check it out with me jeff and cust every single week adding new futures bets to the portfolio see how it's going jeff's real rattled by cust oh, cust has got him in a bad has good bets yeah he has, has some good bets except for the ones that he uh didn't realize that he mm. was betting yes jeff's got a lot on his plate though the Candle Factory, Kids Disney, Expectations, Chargers he's part, Woes. He's part of the Chargers coaching staff as exactly, well. It's a yeah. lot that he's got to prepare for. Every he's not, he's not on the coaching better staff. Call Crown Royal. He, he's, a, he's a part of the front office, Rob. In front office, yeah. He, he but that, there's a lot of midweek preparation that goes into like, that he gets distracted from other stuff <laughs> yeah, as being part of the Chargers. Preparation. <laughs> call the Dr. Pepper distributor in the Crown Royal <laughs> <laughs> beverage company and get a truckload of booze? Yeah, got to get sure it. we can. Got to get it at cost. You can't be pulling... <laughs> And regular prices for those. But what you mentioned, like, the reason I don't like the Saints, because the Bucs are going to get it together. Like they don't they know they don't even need to play well right now. They can win this division at eight and nine, and they'll get they'll get there eventually. And you say stop running the ball for zero yards on first down, they're gonna stop doing it. Just look at Cincinnati. They did that for the first five weeks of the year, and they were like, Oh yeah, let's stop doing this, and now all of a sudden they're good. Are we still on silver picks? Oh yeah, Rob Silver oh, Pick. Hit me wow. up. Rob. Yeah. We'll fly uh, through the right. rest of it for you, Cam. No, it's all good, Pat. I, I'm enjoying the conversation. I just, you guys know my day. I'm an older guy with a lot of things on my plate. What do you got, Rob? Uh, I'm going to lay the points with the Cowboys for my silver pick. I'm going to lay Ooh. the nine and a um, I fully agree that the Cowboys were the wrong side last week. Yeah, Water it under doesn't the matter. Now. We lost. It doesn't matter. We move on to the next week. And I think Chicago's a little bit overvalued off the Monday night football win. Uh, they play the Patriots who have not defended running quarterbacks 
well under Belichick for some reason or another. Uh, they gave up huge yardage to Lamar Jackson earlier on this year as well. Uh, I think this is where the Chicago offense comes right back down to earth to where they are because they're garbage. Their O-line against the Dallas, Dallas defensive front uh, <laughs> is a huge mismatch. The Bears have two offensive linemen questionable. Their center, Lucas Patrick, their right tackle as well. And Dallas just gets pressure. That's all they do. Their pressure rate is 5% higher than any other team in the entire league. You put Justin Fields under pressure, he's not going to be able to throw it downfield. He's going to make mistakes. Then on top of it, the Bears have a big problem in their run defense. Uh, they have one of the worst run defenses in the league, both in terms of EPA and success rate. Dallas is a heavy running team. Maybe Zeke Elliott out this week, which is probably an upgrade. Like upgrade I like with Pollard. Pollard better anyways. And I think Dak, with each passing week, will get like start to return to form more and more. He was fine last week, by the way, but he just did like the Cooper Rush role. He was a game manager. Don't make the big mistake. And they ended up winning. I think they will open up that offense a little bit more as time goes on and as he gets healthier. So I think this is just the Bears come back down to earth and Dallas wins uh, in a row in this one. Uh, I would tend to agree with you on this one. It's I like not, that it's, pick too. It's not going to make my top three, but this is just a pure overvalued situation. Like you said, and listen, they completely changed their game plan. They finally started to give design runs to Justin Fields, and he looked a lot better in that situation. That's not going to fly this week against this Dallas defense, and it's a short week coming in. It's just a bad spot for the Bears. So, Cam, silver pick for you. Will you guys fire me if I take the Lions? Yeah, go no. for it. I, I don't like them, but sure. Yeah, we'll talk about why we don't like them, but, but we can let but, you take uh, them. Going down this road you, again. You know what? This is good for you. This yeah. is very good for you. I listen. Can I, you get? It's, I like it's, the Falcons at plus four and a half too. You well, like the Fal uh, sorry, uh, sorry, Carolina. I, I like the, to stay away from cats. I, I like the Falcons, but that's me. But uh, now, trust, trust me, the Falcons are fraudulent. But anyway, no, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the, 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 Fal the Falcons Stick are fraudulent, but Carolina's really good. Please. Hey, listen, Carolina's defense is actually not as bad as people. Uh, anyway, just. Calm down, Cameron. Stick to the plan. Give me Detroit plus three and a half. I don't know. I must be one of those guys that actually likes getting beat up. Hey, come on. Hit me again. I don't know what it is, but I didn't like the way Miami played against Pittsburgh in that game. They got a lot of problems there. Like, I thought they were going to be better than that. Detroit, I know they got the old senile owner. Dan Campbell's actually an idiot, mm -hmm. but uh, I think they get it together this week. It's just one of those things. Like, the whole world's down. That's one thing I learned about the NFL when you have, like, stories about this guy might be fired. Organization sucks. Hard knocks a disaster. Blah, 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 blah. That Look what happened. I had Carolina against the Rams. Everyone thought they were going to get smoked. They beat Tampa Bay outright. I feel it's a very similar type of NFL situation. That is my logic. Probably none, none at all. Give me the Detroit football Lions plus three and a half because I don't care. Yeah, I was thinking about Miami earlier in the week, but I don't it's like it. Trust me. I'm telling you, I think Detroit is going to win the game. I, I mean, you and Cust are aligned on this one. I don't like the three and a half. I I, oh, he's, yeah, he's oh, he loves, his luck these days. Loves, yeah. loves the Lions this week. You know what? I actually, I like where Cust is going. You guys say he's on fire with futures and stuff. I'm going to align myself with Cust. Well, week. the futures haven't cashed yet. He's created a good portfolio, but he could still lose everything. Yeah, like, like but a lot of it hinges on the Jets making the playoffs. Put it that way. Yeah. Okay, well... Yeah, there's a couple other things I liked, uh, but yeah, just I'm sticking with Detroit. Thanks. All right. Well, Detroit, silver for you. How about bronze picks? What are you going to do for your bronze pick? Uh, well, I was going to ask you guys questions, but I never get the answers I like. So uh, <laughs> Cleveland, give me Cleveland plus three and a half against Cincinnati. How do we feel about that one? I like it. Comments? I like Cleveland in that game. What do you think, Rob? I, I don't like the game. I don't like the game. I don't want to bet against the Bengals right now. I think the Bengals. Um, well, here's the deal. I could take the 49ers. I don't like the way they look. They always beat the Rams. Unless it's uh, the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. The commanders against Indy. Like what's like, Ellinger going to do? I, I like that. I like the commanders plus two and a half. Do you Rob? I, I wish it was three because like needing Ellinger to win by four seems like a really bad bet, but I, 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 it's, commanders are nothing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not laying the points with the Colts at this point. Give me the Cleveland Browns plus three and a half. I got to stick to the script. Yeah, like, uh, okay, that's not what we're Monday not night. I, I, honestly, like Cleveland should have beat Baltimore that week. They're they are they a did, flawed yeah. football team. But the one thing about Cincinnati is everybody's talking about the Cincinnati Bengals get right train. They still gave up a lot of yards and and uh, you know 
Atlanta did some things against them. Their offense was just amazing in that game. Cleveland could keep it simple, like like just run the ball and do some things. The defense, I, they made some plays. I, I, I just, it's one of those games, divisional game. I'm getting over a field goal. Give me Cleveland. I'm probably going to live to regret it, Rob, because New England was the other pick that I have that you have. I kind of want to, you know, mix it up this week. So, yeah, give me Cleveland plus three and a half. Oh my God, I got I, Cleveland. I would have, so, I got I would Cleveland have supported. Detroit. I would have supported your Panthers plus four and a half as well. By the way, just just so you know, you have a friend in me, and I would have given you support on the Panthers. Well, it's only plus Not four. S- it's only plus four now, Rob. Oh, I saw God. it's four and a half everywhere. You got to give it to me at yeah, four. No, and well, half. this the show brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking <laughs> at it, it right now. Uh, yeah. That I is correct. It? That is the number. I know Please. it is. It just it's it's it went it started it opened at six. Uh, I want to take the Panthers so bad. All right, Rob, bronze pick. Um, I'll take the uh Cardinals getting three and a half. I like that pick too. Wrong, wrong. Oh, yeah, see, you're just, you're all he's all over you this week, there, Predator. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, we're entitled to our own opinions. Uh, I think Arizona's offense is much, much better with DeAndre Hopkins on the field. Uh, Kyler Murray had his best EPA per play of the entire season last week. Going back to last year, when DeAndre Hopkins is on the field, the Cardinals basically have a five, a top five offense. When he is not, they basically have a below, like a, a bottom 10 defense. Minnesota's defense is last in the league in yards per pass attempt. They give up 7.9 yards per pass attempt. The last three quarterbacks that they faced are Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, and then the combination of Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater. All those quarterbacks had more than eight yards per pass attempt against this pass defense. I think the Vikings pass defense is going to get exploited in this game. Also, what I particularly like about this matchup is Kirk Cousins has an 83.9 PFF grade when he is not blitzed this year. When he is blitzed, his PFF grade is 50.4. His turnover-worthy plays go from 2% to 5.9%. This has been the story for Kirk Cousins' entire football career. When they blitz him, he sucks. When he has time, he's fine. Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator for Arizona, has the second-highest blitz rate in the entire league. They send pressure with Arizona's defense. Strip out the KC game week one because their entire secondary was hurt. Since then, they have been number eight in EPA per play. They've played the Eagles. They've played the Raiders. They've played the Seahawks. It's not like they've played a bunch of garbage offenses. Meanwhile, Minnesota has played Green Bay week one with a ton of Green Bay injuries. Week three, Detroit, bunch of Detroit injuries on offense. Week four, New Orleans, entire offense injured as well. Week five, Chicago stinks. Week six, Miami's quarterback injuries as well. And that was a game Miami dominated, by the way didn't reflect in the final scoreline. I think Minnesota's a fraud. I think Arizona's on the ascent. I will take the three and a half points with Arizona. I think they're actually going to win the game. Will you guys please give me um, Carolina at plus four and a half? No, no. You already took Cleveland. Well, we could give you Carolina plus four and a half at the the, the point minus 120 or minus 125. You would have to pay... The additional vig. Oh, so, so what am I going to do? Send Pat some PayPal monies, or like yeah. well, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to let the, the the viewers know that you're buying a half point to get to four and a half that number. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I want Carolina as, as my pick instead of Cleveland. <laughs> An unprecedented turn. This can only end one way, by the way. Badly. This yeah. ends with Atlanta winning by 34 and Cleveland winning outright. So the issue with oh. the issue with the Cardinals, Rob, because I, I looked at some of the same numbers that you did, but the one thing that it came back to is the actual success of this blitzing. They can blitz as much as they want. And yeah, effective blitzing is going to get to Kirk Cousins. But Arizona, although they blitz all the time, are not successful at generating any pressure. <laughs> um, yes, they, they, their pressure rate is lower than their blitz rate. So you're correct on that in that they do send more pressure uh, blitzes than the amount of pressure that they get. Um, however, with that said, the, the, the defense has been steadily improving for them. They, I mean, they scored two touchdowns on defense last week. The week before, uh, against another quarterback who struggles against the Blitz, by the way, Geno Smith, they held him to 19 points in that game, which is a very low output for the Seahawks offense. So we've already had an example in recent weeks of an Arizona heavy Blitz team going up against a quarterback who historically struggles against the Blitz and being able to shut him down. Obviously, the Arizona offense did nothing in that game, 
Uh, but I think it's a different Arizona offense. They'll slowly start working Robbie Anderson into the mix as well. Uh, I think that the Cardinals are probably uh, kind of at the lowest that they'll be in market. I think this is going to be a much better team in the latter half of the year. Yeah, you got- I love every one of your picks, Rob. Like, I honestly, like I have, I have like my lucky seven I have written down. I have uh, here, here are my picks. Like I have Seattle minus three, Panthers plus four and a half, Detroit plus three and a half, Cleveland plus three and a half, New England minus one and a half, Dallas minus nine and a half, Arizona plus three and a half. That's what I wrote down. And I had to get three out of those. So that leaves me with a bronze pick, and I I have Atlanta minus four written down, but Cam, I I think we can go 9-0 this week. So I'm going to take that off of my list. I'll probably start. You don't have to do do that on my account, and Rob's right. I'm probably going to regret this, but I I, kind of think the Panthers are kind of turning a corner. Turning a corner for what? They're terrible. (laughs) They're absolute garbage. (laughs) Like, come on. Not that Atlanta is any like great world beater, but well, I don't know what to do. Like, see, this is the problem with doing three Pat, like Cleveland. I, I, I like Cle. I like them both. Like, I don't know which one's better. Like I don't, they're to me, they're exactly the same. I look at these picks like children. I don't have a favorite child. They're just kids. Uh, I got seven kids. I, I rarely go to a primetime game, but I will. Yes. Bills minus 11 over the Packers. All, there you go. All I'm here. Oh, this is a great spot. For the, did you know it's a great spot for the Packers this week? Aaron Rodgers never been favored an underdog by double digits in his career. Mm-hmm. You know what the Bills do to teams in Buffalo? They beat the shit out of them. That's all they do. That's it. And the Packers are bad. Would, <laughs> yep. Side bet. Aaron Rodgers gets hit. He gets benched, and we see love in this game. I want. I want plus oh, money. He, I, he, I, I even, don't think he finishes even better. The game. Jordan Love sucks. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I don't think Aaron Rodgers finishes the game. This guy is throwing his teammates under the... Do you guys listen to the things that he says every week about guys on his team? Yeah, That's he's on play. McAfee's show every week. And oh, he's yeah, just, just ripping, ripping everybody. And yeah. go, what about you, Aaron? Oh, you know, my numbers that week were actually pretty good. Like, the guy's... Uh, he is a delusional... Hey, I'll give him credit. He's one of the best. Like, when he was in his prime, unbelievable. But this guy, like, he's a horrible teammate. Yeah, I would hate to you, play you know with what? Aaron Rodgers. W- watching all the Green Bay games this year, I, I would kind of side to, listen, it, it's definitely not all his fault. All the Packers do is drop passes that hit them in the hands. Agreed. That, yeah. that happened a lot last week, too. It, it's happened the past three weeks, and I, I and now he's throwing everyone underneath the But it's the a bus. team game. He's got to build these guys up. I, I, the I, I get that. I get that part of it, but, like, he's – it has to be frustrating to know, like, hey, I'm hitting these yes. guys in the chest and they can't fucking catch it. Yeah, I don't know. I think Rodgers, every week it's somebody else's fault. He hasn't been his best, but I agree. The young receivers have sucked. And, and now they play the best defense in the league. So yeah. it's, it's, it's almost scary how good Buffalo's defense is, knowing who they're missing and who's eventually going to come back. Yes. Buffalo is so much better than every other team in the league. It's very, very abundantly clear at this point that they – like are just that much better. Um, couple things, not disagreeing with your pick, Pat. I would actually only bet Buffalo in this game. Uh, but these home teams that are big favorites off of bye weeks, they ver- they tend to underperform against the spread historically. Slow. So like essentially what that means is that people overrate the bye week for these teams, um, especially since they changed the rules in the NFL where you're not allowed to practice on the bye week anymore. So that's just one thing to consider. Second thing is this like the there there's been a huge market adjustment on green bay finally now i personally tend to agree with it but historically speaking as well when you get to this point where the market in the span of a week downgrades a team by like a field goal essentially because of one game those have been good spots to buy a certain team unfortunately for green bay it just happens that it's buffalo that's the other team this week that they're going to have to face and uh, I agree. The Bills are just like such a complete football team right now. I, I don't have it. Even at double digits, Aaron Rodgers as a dog, whatever, all the trends you want to throw out, uh, I would have no interest in backing the Packers here. I just look at it as maybe you're right. Maybe there's been an overcorrection to how bad Green Bay has been, and maybe there's a bit of value on what their perceived number is versus what it was. But I still don't think that, it, we're, as crazy as it sounds, I don't think the, bill, the Bills have been caught up to by the sports books yet. I think they're undervalued like every week. <laughs> it's possible. Like it, it, it could be. I mean, I, I have them significantly better than the number two team in the league, which is Kansas City. Um, I. I they're so good, man. Like, and, and you're right. They dealt with so many injuries in the first half of the year. Uh, obviously, they just got to get over that hump in the playoffs where you can have one bad game and you're going home. But this is like a complete football team. Green Bay cannot stop the run. Now, that Bills don't necessarily run the ball all that well. So I mean, they, maybe they, that- but they do run the ball really well. It's just the running backs don't run the ball really well. 
fair enough. It's mostly Josh Allen that's picking up the yardage with his feet. But the Green Bay just has too many holes like that they have to overcome regularly. Like they're too exploitable a team in that they can't stop the run defensively. Offensively, they just can't stretch the field. There's nothing downfield. Everything is underneath. Aaron Rodgers' average depth of the target is low. Like it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 Buffalo's so good. I mean, that's the that's the takeaway here is I I don't want I'm not in a rush to bet against Buffalo at any point this season unless you give me like an absurd amount of points. Hey, Pat. Yeah. I was thinking uh, maybe for a future show, can we do like the lucky seven? Because I'm really having a problem narrowing things down this year. Sure. Whatever you want to do, we can do. That's really, that's very accommodating. Yeah. I was just going to say like, you know maybe what? we do mineral picks, and but I want to create like, remember when we talked about like graphite, titanium, like I know I've thrown this idea out there a while. It's just, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know, Rob, because Rob's very selective and I love his, Rob, I love every one of your picks and you can have three. I have a real problem. Like I usually start with six or seven, but to, as I said before, they're kind of like, I don't know one over the other. Like there's never a game that I go, whatever, they're all just, they made the cut. You, you know you what should, I mean? You, you know should what? put all your picks on a wheel and then just spin the wheel behind you for entertainment purposes. And wherever it lands, we you hit that and use that. You know what? That's actually a good idea if I all think about them as almost the same. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like I, the idea of, of bank. Sorry, Pat. I know you're the host. Uh, when Pat's always, when Cam's always struggling, like he's like, ah, I don't like enough games this week. There's those situations where I've always thought about what if you could bank a pick for the next week? You're like, I don't like a bronze this week. I'm going to save the bronze and use that next week. And then you can give out four in the weeks where you like the board a little bit more than the other week. How well, dumb the is pro- that? The problem is I'd go pass, 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 pass. And then I'd have like seven or eight picks when I wanted to do it. Right. I see. So it doesn't save the, it doesn't solve your problem because you like too many games essentially. Yes, like yes. you don't want to ever bank. Got it. Yep. I think I have a solution. I think I have a solution for this, and I will reveal that within the coming weeks. How about that? Nice, Pat. (laughs) This guy's teasing and everything. Mm. It's not your first. It's not your first rodeo, Mayo. You know what's going on. I'm excited to hear what this solution is. Me too. Very excited about this. Thank you. It's probably going to be good for everyone too, because especially, especially you, especially you, Cam. Okay. I don't have to do anything stupid. I don't have to light anything on fire. Take my shirt off. Jump through anything. Eat uh, bad food. No? You've done that on your own accord. It's not yeah, like you, we forced you to do that stuff. That's You've true. D- I don't just mind done doing it. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know why I do it. Like I just kind of, I lose my mind. That's all. Well, when you get it, your, <sighs> when you get your job as madam of Disney Hooker Syndicate, <laughs> and you do whatever you want. <laughs> is, is that what I am, Mad Hatter the pimp? Like, hey, come on, Snow Whites, come on over here. We got We got to talk about. Uh, get, getting some single fathers, uh, you know, occupied at the, at, at the theme park. Interesting. Those are the best bets for week eight. You can find the yes. cheat sheet up on DKNation.com. You can catch Cam on SportsGrid and at Cam Stewart Live on Twitter at Rob Pozzola and the Hammer Betting Network. You can subscribe to that by searching on YouTube or just hit the description. You can find it down there as well. I'm Pat Mayo. We'll see you next week. That's one thing. I don't steal people's food. You did. I kind of you- leer at it, but I don't oh. steal it. You did take my sub on the first day of work. That's, literally that's literally my pay, first that's day that's of paying work. paying the toll. Right? You were yeah. doing plates. Yes. Like, hey, there's, there's lunch. Not, you, you just randomly found a sub and said, hey, everybody, free subs. And who, you keeps started, a, yeah, who keeps a like, sub on a, on, a, on, a, on a drawer? Like, it's just like, keep, like, like you kept it on like, uh, like it was a, a piece of furniture far away. Like, if I have a sub, I keep it in my area. It was like literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, if there's a sub sitting there. Well, it's mine. I thought I you thought actually you actually sniffed it out. If I recall, what happened was Richard Gardner saw me about to eat this sub, and he said, "You're not going to eat that here, are you?" And I said, "Yes, I was planning on eating it here." He's like, "If Cam sees that, he's going to want that, so he better hide that." I'm like, "Okay." So I literally wrapped the sub back up. I put it on a shelf underneath my winter jacket. It was not visible. And you walked out of the studio. You're just talking regularly, and the and then you just it's like you caught the scent, and you that's you, true actually. You actually sniffed out the sub, grabbed it, proclaimed, "Hey everybody, three subs," <laughs> and then sat down and ate God, the I, sub. What what a shit at I am! Mean, I, I don't even realize they do these things, Pat. I got a real problem. Like it's I can't be doing that stuff anymore. Experience.